0: Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio's Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with President of the Kyoto Historical Museum, Karen Seiford.
1: Karen, welcome to Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio. Thank you. Hey, you have something really exciting happening in the city of Kyoto (laughs) next month, and that is the 150-year Celebration, the Sesquicentennial, and I know as president of the Kyoto Historical Museum, you've got some neat things planned. Can you tell our listeners about it?
2: Well, the Sesquicentennial is June 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. And right now we're looking for family stories from Kyoto residents that want to share the stories about their families uh, on like a bulletin board, pictures, uh, written story whatever they want to give about their family history. Some families have been in Kyoto uh, a whole 150 years, and we would like to showcase them in our museum.
1: That is incredible. Uh, How many generations would that be? Lots. (laughs) Yeah. Well, is a generation like every 10 years or so? I think so. So that'd be what, 15 generations? 15,
2: Yeah yeah
1: that that's amazing that there would still be family members from that far back that are still in Kyoto.
2: yes there are some
1: now and then oh go ahead
2: on thursday of the sesquicentennial it's history day so the museum will be open from two to four or two to seven on thursday and we're also having a pie baking contest where um Anybody can enter homemade pies for judging, and then there will be prizes for that.
1: Now, I've got a question. I have to ask you this. Do you have enough judges? Yes, we do. We have
2: three capable ladies from the community who have also been 4-H judges in the past and good cooks that are going to judge. It would be Judy Searin, Georgia Conrad, Georgia's in charge, and Shirley Griner, and okay. we are happy to have them on board. But
1: I, I bet you are. Well, if those ladies need any help, I know there's a couple of us at Round Guy Radio, myself and Dave Johnson, that would definitely lend our taste buds.
2: Okay. Well, we're gonna <laughs> Dwight Dua is gonna auction off the pies. One of the oh. pies. The, um, every contestant brings two of the same pies, and they all have to be homemade they cannot be soft pies because we don't have refrigeration space and then we're going to auction off one of the pies and the money will go back to the historical museum
1: well hopefully people are feeling very generous and loosen up those purse strings and, and give a large sum for those pies we're hoping yes well so and that's and that is the first day of the the Kyoto yes. fund is, is that correct Second
2: centennial yes uh-huh
1: yes. Okay.
2: And then on Friday we're going to be open from four to seven. And then uh Saturday we will be open after the parade. So approximately twelve o'clock, twelve thirty until six we're gonna be open. And then Sunday we'll be open from eleven to three.
1: Well that gives people plenty of opportunities to come to the Come to the museum during the sesquicentennial what are your uh regular hours outside of the sesquicentennial well we
2: we're just open for special events or if families come to town and they want to have a tour we'll gladly open it to anybody that wants a tour but on a daily basis it's not open because all of our all of our board members work gotcha so they're still gamefully employed and mm-hmm. um we uh but in, for special times we're we'll gladly make arrangements and be open
1: well, if someone would like to come visit the museum and uh, on a special occasion that they may have, what's the best way to uh get that reserved?
2: They can call me at three one nine three three oh six one six one or they can call the city hall and talk to our city clerk, Alicia Horace. And she can get in contact with me, and then I can get in contact with the family.
1: Very good. Whatever's easiest for anybody. Well, that sounds very easy, that that way to do that. Uh, What are some of the things that someone that might want to tour the museum um, can anticipate seeing?
2: Well, we have a nice display of Kyoto glass. The Kyoto glass works was only in business for less than two years back in the 20s. And so we do have a collection of Kyoto glass. We have a lot of Kyoto advertising memorabilia. We have a beautiful stained glass window from the Methodist Church, which was torn down about 20 years ago. And most of the windows went to the United Church of Faith, but this was one window that they didn't need. And we got it about three years ago, and Bovard Studios in Fairfield redid it for us so that it would work in the museum and it's a real showstopper. And then cool. we have all pardon me? If
1: I say can only imagine,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's it's they did a wonderful job. We're very proud of that. And then we have a lot of Kyoto School memorabilia and then church memorabilia. And we have uh the Singmaster display, the Singmaster family was famous in Kyoto back in the early 1900s because they raised Percheron horses. And we have quite a nice display of Singmaster memorabilia that we're very proud of.
1: Well, that Close. all sounds very fascinating. Yeah.
2: And then we have a, a postcard display from E.E. E. Neal. He was a a well-known photographer back in the 20s, 30s, 40s and we have a nice display of his postcards and these postcards are very collectible
1: so back in the back in that day in the you said so the 20s, 30s and 40s uh so these were these available nationwide these postcards
2: I don't know if they're available nationwide but I know that if you see one on eBay you pay dearly for it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I, I know that a lot of people out there do collect uh, the vintage postcards. So that uh, that's, I'm sure that is highly sought after for folks that know what they're looking after. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, um, and, I was going to ask you, as, uh, as president of the museum, what is one of your favorite displays?
2: Uh, I like the Singmaster display because I find the Singmaster history fascinating and the Kyoto glass
1: I see you know both things I I really don't know much about I I had no idea that there was a Kyoto glass factory there and and the Singmaster. master can you tell us more about that too
2: well the Singmasters masters imported Percheron horses from France and okay. uh, they would go over by ship to to buy these horses and then bring them back into the United States and ship them back to Iowa on rail cars. And then they would unload them in Kyoto. And most of the, a couple of the Singmaster farms are just a mile north of town. And there are two Singmaster mansions still in existence, one right at the edge of Kyoto and another one uh, about a mile and a quarter north of town that are kept up very well and, and beautiful homes. In so fact, there's, there's going to be a tour of the sing, of the uh, Elmhurst, the Singmaster Mansion near the golf course, during the sesquicentennial.
1: Okay. I was just going to ask, do people live in these these mansions yes. now? Yes, okay. they do. Okay. Wow. And, and one will be opened up for the public?
2: Right.
1: Will there be uh, admission costs for that?
2: I think there might be. The, uh, the sesquicentennial group is in charge of that. Uh, We our our board didn't get involved in that. We felt like we needed to keep our members pretty much working in the museum during the four days.
1: Yeah, you folks are going to be busy, that's for sure. Right. Now, for a person that's listening to this and what's neat about our podcast, Southeast Iowa Today on Round Guy Radio, we get people that listen to – our podcast from all over the united states and some from other countries around the world and if someone wants to uh find out more about the sesquicentennial and maybe is there like a a facebook page or a website that has all of the events that so they can check out everything and and yes the
2: Kyoto sesquicentennial has a facebook page and it, it it's very well kept up by Lori westendorf who's chairman of the sesquicentennial i'm sorry Lori Hammis
1: Lori Ham. okay and yeah, um me. so all they have to do is go on facebook and look for the uh Keota sesquicentennial yes okay well that's great now um what else was going to ask you as far as um the folks you have other folks that are uh part of the the mu- museum board that uh work with you did you want to mention any of those folks
2: Yes, there are seven of us on the board, and um, Dan Flynn is our vice president. Jill Batesel is our secretary. John Greiner is our treasurer, and then we have Jerry Klein, Brett Romosier, and Les Greiner on our board. And they're, we're very fortunate; we have a wonderful group of area residents that really care about the museum, and they're dedicated to keeping it going, and um, really enjoy working on our projects because we are constantly getting new things in.
1: Oh, wow. I was going to say, I recognized uh, a couple of those names that you mentioned, and I know they're very involved in other aspects of the city of Kyoto as well. uh, Yes, they are. They care, and, I mean, you've got a busy bunch there. Now, one of the things, the seven of you, the seven or eight of you that you you mentioned there, do you have something planned to commemorate the sesquicentennial event? You know, or, like, is there going to be, like, a big picture taken of all the townspeople in front of the museum? Or, you know, any kind of neat things to commemorate this for future generations?
2: Uh, Larry Sanders is in charge of having – a picture taken of anybody that wants to be included in it um, on the Sunday of the, of the sesquicentennial Sunday afternoon. And I'm sorry, I don't, can't think of the time right now, but they did that at the 125 year uh, centennial and uh it was very well attended. So I assume it will be again this year.
1: Oh, I bet it will be. I mean, it's really—it's a chance for you folks listening. It's a chance for you to be a part of history and be documented as being part of an event. And gosh, you know, before you know it, twenty-five years goes by fast. You'll be the town will be celebrating one hundred and seventy-five years and looking at the picture from the sesquicentennial.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Well, this is a—I really appreciate uh, you being on our show today and. It's exciting that uh, a town in southeast Iowa is turning 150 years old, and it's Keota, and that's in Keokuk County, right there in southeast Iowa. And uh, if you haven't been to Keota, June 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th would be a great, great time to mark your calendar and go there. Wouldn't you agree, Karen?
2: Yes. Yes. Please come and enjoy our city.
1: Was there anything I should have asked you about, either the museum or the uh, sesquicentennial event that I didn't ask?
2: No, other than the fact that I'd like to, you know, just acknowledge that we've had a lot of great help getting ready for the sesquicentennial, and Lori's been a a great asset, and and the committee has worked very hard to make this a success.
1: Well, with that, I would just like to, to end this conversation with one more thing. I want to say happy birthday, Kyoto, Iowa. Thank you. All right. Thanks for being on.
2: Thank you.
0: That was president of the Kyoto Historical Museum. Karen Seiford on this episode of Southeast Iowa Today, presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident and car doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio, stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.